to when cinephiles attack a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship i'm josh here with mella Lacey, and rashawn uh real quick uh, i was nice last week so you motherfuckers better go on to your podcast app rate and review us christmas was yesterday someone was on the naughty list he's always on the naughty list it reset i got there's so Santa was telling me there's a window. You mm. got that twenty fifth. Santa to, told you twenty fifth to the thirty first. That is this the, the Santa from the mall? Because this don't count. <laughs> it's the Santa from the Seven Eleven. That you get this. You get that weak window before the new year where he takes it off. He's not even mm. watching. Mm-hmm. But like you're starting off on the ba- on a bad foot. So that means, listeners, that means you have six more days to go rob a bank. And take Joshua, half, take no. half the take half nope. the earnings you get there. Go to buymeacoffee.com buy me a co- no. slash WCA. Please don't rob a bank to do it, but hey. But if you have, if something happens and you come across a couple of unmarked bills on the ground and you deposit them into your bank account through an offshore accountant in Switzerland, tis the season. This will hold up in court. So, <laughs> anything my, you I say can crossed. and will be used against you. I had my fingers crossed the whole time. It doesn't go Chucky cross. <laughs> Move on. Um, what's up, everybody? What's up, Josh? You guys been watching anything? Any anything other than the aforementioned movies from last week? I watched The Wonder on Netflix. Florence Pugh's new movie. I don't want to say too much about it. Florence Pugh is a nurse who is tasked with the responsibility of notating her observations on a young girl who has not eaten for four months. Whoa, fuck. Has not consumed any food for four months and has no desire to consume food. So her family is publicizing it as a blessing um, and that the young girl is living off of God's love. That sounds interesting as fuck. Mm-hmm. It, it's very slow paced. Um, I got kind of witch, the witch vibes mm. just from the setting and the overall like color palette and the way that the story was told. Yeah, I think it's totally worth watching. It's a very interesting movie and oddly heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time. Neat. That's cool. Yeah. We're showing. <laughs> um, I alluded last week that I had seen a few movies in succession leading up to today's film. See how they run and the menu. Um, One at a time. One at a time. See how they run is very fun. I don't really have much to say about that movie, honestly. It's cute. It's quick it's short it's fun it's easy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i, I don't know sure? what to say. i i don't know i don't know 
there there's a few twists that I don't and then fake outs I, I don't know it, it was fun it it uh it would make a very great double feature with the first knives out which is also kind of a christy mm-hmm. love letter yeah it's okay it's fun so but then you also saw the menu i did see the menu uh it was <laughs> hinted at last week that i did not like it correct were those hints true they were not not true. Oh my god. <laughs> not this shit. Shady, I don't know, shady. guys. I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know. I will say the menu I think is a movie I'm not I'm not gonna if you need a rewatch on that one, that is a movie that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chide you for because there's a lot to digest in that movie. I think especially if you try to look at it like you're writing a report on it. There's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot like to me. I don't. I think the movie is barely about food. But then I've, I've talked to other people who only take away the food aspect of it. And I think there's a lot to break down with that movie. So if someone needs a, a second or third viewing to really form an opinion on it, I won't argue. But if your first opinion is that it's negative, I will argue <laughs> loudly. <laughs> loudly. Sorry, I know. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm, I'll I'll take what you gave Sam. My opinion was not positive, specifically because I think to what you said that there's a lot to digest, and there's a lot of of satire and symbolism and commentary. I think for me the issue is that's all that there is, and that there's not anything to kind of balance that out. I, I think when the satire is the movie or when the commentary is the movie, what's left is not as fulfilling. I'm trying to not use that's the <laughs> food be- puns. That's the beauty, you can't. I know. I know. And and the ending was a big no for me. So Interesting, really. Yeah. Well, all of that to say <laughs> that none of that will go with the episode because we just talked about the ending. Yep, but yep, Lacey yep. and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, anything else? Any other movies? Mm-mm. We're about to hit a big stretch of holiday movies after we record this, so sorry about it. You'll hear about it next year. Uh, what are we fighting about today? Josh, we, separately actually, took a trip to Greece... To see where I was born, and um, take me back. We, Papa. <laughs> um, and we watched Glass Onion, which is technically this is a gift episode. Oh my to god, yourself, whatever. Shut up. The first gift episode was labeled. I just thought this gift episode should be labeled as well. That's all. Yeah, I just wanted to honor like the actual. I cannot overstate gift? my gratitude to Gabe. <laughs> murder mystery start. <laughs> I've invited you all to my island. Hi. Because tonight, a murder will be committed. My murder. Once you're dead, will we still be able to talk to you? Yeah, I'm not playing dead the whole weekend, dude. This is truly delightful. Across the island, I've hidden clues. You will have to closely observe each other. If anyone can name the killer, that person wins our game. Any questions? (laughs) Alibari. That has a kick. Oh my God, what happened? 
ladies and gentlemen. It's been a murder, and the killer is in plain sight. For at least one person, this is not a game. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. 2022 comedy crime drama. Written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Starring Daniel Craig, Edward Norton, Kate Hudson, Dave Bautista, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Jessica Henwick, and Madeline Klein. It is about another mystery taken on by the world's greatest detective, Benoit Blanc, as he joins a group of eccentric assholes on a remote island in Greece trying to uncover the latest murder mystery. I hated it. I'm just kidding. Can you guys imagine? <laughs> like, oh my God, whoa. No, of course I loved it. I love Ryan Johnson. I love Daniel Craig. The first Knives Out is one of my favorite movies of all time. Of course I liked it. I don't think there's much that can be said without spoiling it, so I'm just going to keep it until we run that tag. Just a blanket of initial thoughts, and I loved it, obviously. The cast is great. Ryan Johnson's great. <laughs> It's all great. I loved it. Uh, Lacey. Yeah, thumbs up. I mean, it was another Knives Out movie. Sign yeah. me up. Yes, thumbs up. Fantastic. Uh, Rashawn, what did you think? You saw it separately. The three of us saw it, but you had to work that night. So I'm a little unknown to your thoughts, aside from yes. a quick review. Quick review. We have lots to discuss. At this moment in time... Having thought about it with the right to change my mind in a future episode, a la the Batman, I am a thumbs down. Whole down? Lee. Uh, I will change my mind. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Down. Hmm. I, yeah, I think. Editing Rashawn played down by Jay Sean. Um, Absolutely no. not. We have our first veto in the history of this episode, of this show. <laughs> Mello, what do you think? I want to say thumbs up question mark, if that can be a thing. Because I'm not fully thumbs down. I'm a little bit more than mid, but I'm not completely like thumbs up the way I was with Knives Out. You're sitting at like 10 o'clock? So, yeah, sitting at 10. I had a good time, but I think we have to talk it out. Okay, let's talk it out. First, we need to run that spoiler tag. It's his favorite part of every episode. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a good tag. Good job, Rashawn. I love calling it a cue, too. Like <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. He just loves... <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. Before this tale, bloody revenge reaches its climax. I have a few unanswered questions. Our little secret. My girlfriend already seen the movie. She said they don't need to say together in the end. Obviously, if you got this far, you've either seen it or don't care because it's a knives out whodunit. Twists and turns, mysteries galore. I don't even know where to begin. There's there's a lot to discuss specifically with Janelle Monet. I think that's going to be the biggest hangout for a lot of people. I don't know if that's what your guys' hangout is, but I think if there's a hangout, I could guess that it would be that. Ryan Johnson does this thing. He did the same thing in Knives Out 1. We can talk about it a little more later. 
when you think you've called it. But Ryan Johnson does this thing with this movie now too, where the killer is exactly who you thought they would be. But throughout the movie, he makes you doubt yourself. He makes you second guess what you're seeing. He, I mean, it kind of showcases it in the movie in real time with the cup. Did Batista pick up the cup or was he handed the cup? What did you see? And then after you hear this monologue from Edward Norton, it plays a clip that was not the clip that played the first time. I loved that because it's Ryan Johnson telling you what he's doing in the movie, in these two movies. Rashawn. Let's start, let's start, you know, let's start with Janelle Monet. The twist of her being a twin, of her deceased sister. Did, did that work? Did that not work? She's given like an actor's dream, and I think she does it fantastically. Yes. For most of the movie, she is Helen. But as far as we know, she's playing Andy. And I think she's fantastic. Ever since Moonlight, I, I'm just, I'm a fan. I do want to preface like this whole episode <laughs> because I said thumbs down. My opinion about the movie is not any kind of comment about the quality of the movie. Even if it's a great film, just because I didn't dig it, I'm not saying that the movie is bad. It just didn't it didn't work for me. That's art, baby. Shouts out to the menu. Everything that you said <laughs> everything that you said at the top before the spoiler. Love Ryan, love Knives Out, love this cast, love the cast before. So I just want to get that out of the way so that it's not just me bashing it. But I do want to just say why I, it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. In Knives Out, I think what you said before is not quite true because we think we know who the killer is because it's shown to us. And the knowledge that we have is all the knowledge that both Marta and Blanc have which is that they both think, at a certain point, they both think that she accidentally killed right. I, 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 yeah, someone. You, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll remedy that with saying, especially once Chris Evans is introduced to that movie, he makes the most antagonistic character in the whole movie, the killer. But the brilliance of that movie, I think, is that we're not looking at him is because we have all the information that there is available. Right. And, the mis- and the mystery of the movie is uh, unfolding that and realizing that what we think we know is not true. With this, we don't know everything because we're not given all the information. And I think what's withheld from us isn't necessarily to our benefit as viewers. So the mystery isn't as satisfying and mm-hmm. neither is the result. Like we, there was no way for us to know that there were twins because we weren't told until it mm. was time for us to know. And I think that is what separates Harlan's death from Duke's. Interesting. In Knives Out 1, it felt like we were, we were Benoit Blanc. We were following with Benoit. We knew everything he knew. And this one, it felt like we were one of the guests on the island. Yeah. In terms of what we knew, what we've been told, the relationships, it, it really felt like until the twin reveal and we caught up with everything else, mm-hmm. like at that flip in the movie at the halfway point, then it feels like we're now in Benoit's shoes. But up until then, it, it did. It felt like we were a guest on the island, mm-hmm. which I liked. It left me guessing. I liked it, but just, I guess if, if that's the route and like the POV that we're going to take, then start us on the island. 
but there's so much before we even get to Greece. We're, we're shown Those four different sick people. Sick-ass boxes, bro. Opening the boxes, and then when it's time for Blanc's box, it's cut to black. And I feel like it kind of robs us. Like, we don't have a chance to figure anything out because we don't have all the information. You know? Yeah, but I feel like that's an intentional misdirection, which you could also say you don't like, which is fair, but... Yeah, okay. I want to lace it. What? <laughs> a whole new tune. Freaking Miles, man. Genius. That first one's a Fibonacci sequence. Ma! Oh, get your hand off of that. Oh, oh, oh. 47 for sure. That's the atomic number for silver. Are, are you sure that's silver? That's silver. So this is it. All together now. One, two, three. Look at that. My dear friends, my beautiful disruptor is my closest inner circle. We could all use a moment of normalcy, and so you are cordially invited for a long weekend on my private island. Where we will celebrate the bonds that connect us, and I hope your puzzle-solving skills are whetted. <gasps> because you will also be competing to solve the mystery. <laughs> of my murder. Travel details to come. Please forward any dietary restrictions. Love and all my kisses, Miles. Ma, hey. where's my speaker? I'm just, I, I'm just listening to you two because you both, I think, have valid points. So, I want, But I want to know your point. About what, though? The movie? Janelle Monet? <laughs> Catherine Hahn? The box? The box? Oh, my God. This is a lot of things to give my opinion on. Steven Sondheim? Oh, seeing Don't Steven and Angela. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Lace. That's a Josh. Oh, okay. Josh. I was like, I'm <laughs> sorry. Don't you dare <laughs> talk about Angela fucking Lance. <laughs> uh, seeing them pop up on the screen, I was not expecting it, even though I know I have heard that that was both of their last, like, thing that they did. It was just very sweet. I don't know, because... I think what Ryan Johnson does really well with these movies is he gives you, I don't, he gives you like a character. The audience is its own character in both of the movies, I feel. I think I enjoyed being an audience member more in Knives Out because of what Rashawn is talking about because we think we have all the information in the first movie. So then to have the rug pulled out and, you know, the surprising but not surprising reveal of Chris Evans being the killer, like, that's so fun. That is so fun as a viewer. And this one is, it's honestly, it's just like a different kind of party. Like, this one is a real murder mystery. Mm -hmm. um, but, again, we're shown that, like, the person that you most suspect is probably usually the one at fault. What I was really excited about in this movie was that, so the, di the dinner scene, the first night dinner scene, 
when the murder is the murder mystery party that Edward Norton has so meticulously plotted out, you know, he hired Jillian Flynn, which like <laughs> ground my gears until the end. And then I was like, oh, okay, it makes sense now. Had Gillian Flynn write for him. And in less than a minute, Benoit is, you know, has completely dismantled it and dissected it. That to me was really surprising because I thought for sure this was going to be like a murder yeah. mystery party. So that was a great like rug pull. But it happened really early and it happened a little less satisfyingly than Knives Out. And I know we can't compare, like, we can't compare the two, but we do compare the two because they're, I feel like I'm talking so much. No, I'll interrupt you to tell you that I disagree. Um, <laughs> I'm really self-conscious now. <laughs> no, no, I think, I think it's okay to feel disappointed at that rug pull. And here's why. You're just making me like this movie more and more, everybody. Because again, as a, a a guest at the at this event, that's disappointing. We came for the murder mystery, and all of a sudden Benoit's just kind of ruining it in two minutes. Mm. That's disappointing as the guest. So it's like, well, what the fuck? So you're right to feel disappointing. It, no, but I liked I liked that he did it because I was like, right. ha, Miles. Because mm. I just you don't like Miles from the very beginning. Correct. So I liked that he did that. It just wasn't as satisfying of... I, what came after was not as satisfying of like a a titillating murder mystery as Knives Out was. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like my whole thumbs at 10 o'clock is like this one just wasn't as satisfying. It was juicy. But that doesn't make it a bad movie. It doesn't mean I had a bad time. But it was just kind of like, okay. This one just seemed like it had all the, the healthy beats it needed. And we're kind of here for the cast, which is great. But, like, I also feel Catherine Hans right there. And I feel like she was, I just feel like she didn't have a lot to work like the with. character wasn't, yeah. Yeah. And I was just, really yeah. expecting, I guess, a lot out of that character. I think from, like, the way they set her up of being in um, office. Senate. Yeah. running for Senate. Yeah just how dirty and nasty politics can get where it's like she's this all-american woman we see her we start with her just being like kind of a complete mess and then she takes the rollers out of her hair and she's like this is what you guys expected so i don't know i just expected more from her i feel like the cast wasn't as i don't know like in knives out i feel like everybody the chemistry was all there what Knives Out had more than Glass Onion was it's a family mm-hmm. and and that the depths of knowledge that you have to have at, in playing a family are so intricate and I feel like you can have that with a group of friends from college but what was different about this group of friends is it was really helmed by one person. The relationships were were what they were in the movie. They were really superficial. It was all about money and it was all about power. I really missed on out on the like the intimacy and the personal connection. Like this was really just all about how I can use you to further my game. That's the interesting thing. The family was a character in and of itself in Knives Out. They had to be that close. And, and, and when you, you look at Glass Onion, 
not only are they just friends from like their college age, but like admittedly, they all kind of say at some point or other, like, yeah, we're friends. We kind of do this once a year, but whatever, like they don't know each other that well. That's the beauty of it because Knives Out, Knives Out is about a, a close knit family and there is one treasure to be had and it's a monetary treasure and everyone's fighting for it and everyone has a reason to steal that monetary treasure versus Glass Onion. Everyone has money. Money is not an issue for anyone. They don't really know each other that well, but they're there to save their reputations. It's about, you know, running for senator or, or losing a business, which, yeah, monetary gain for laws happens after that. But money is no longer an issue in this. And I think that's the whole point of the very opulent island and the Mona Lisa and all the art is that, like, this, this, one, this one is not about money. It's about assassinating character as opposed to killing someone for their money and ryan johnson you done did it again like the other ones, <laughs> i didn't send it to you how many of these boxes did you create five one for each of my friends no test boxes no prototypes oh, my, my puzzle guy barely got the five done in time and he apprenticed with ricky jay and once the boxes are open and the puzzles completed is there any way to close them again to, to reset them Hang on. Someone reset the box. Someone reset the box. They oh, sent it to oh, you as I'm... a gag. Miles is doing a murder mystery. Let's invite Benoit freaking Blanc. Oh, it's so good. I am mortified. I, I don't. Why? I've got the predefinite detective in the world at my murder mystery party. To that is. Bring it back to Janelle Monet. I think she's great. I kind of wish. I don't know if it's a twist, but sure, I'll call it that. That the twist was that like her twin wasn't actually dead. Oh, that's a big ass twist. I think that's the twist of the movie. Yeah. Right. And that she they were both. Oh, running oh you mean oh sorry, the gunshot, you mean? Yeah, no, I'm saying I'm adding in my own flip here. <laughs> is that I I wish that because when we get we finally get to the reveal right. that like she is playing Andy. That is kind of like the twist that we all learn. We're going on that journey. I wish that Andy was never actually dead. I wish that was something that them two were kind of calculating on their own. And at the end of the movie, we find out that they actually were running game on everybody. I was kind of expecting that. I was kind of expecting Andy to walk in. Yeah, because there's this look. And maybe it's just the look that Janelle Monae is doing at the end where like the camera is irising in and she kind of just like looks at the camera or like looks close to the camera and i'm like oh my god it's not her but then it like it's the end and i'm like oh never mind and like i got really excited but i feel like that excitement is what i was missing because by the time we got to the reverse of everything i was just like okay like I, we got to see it play out and we got in that's cool like the whole glass switch and stuff but i think by that time i was already like how long have we been here <laughs> <laughs> yeah what was the, how was the length for everybody because it clocks over two hours what's it at 238 it doesn't feel that long to me it didn't feel that long mm. <laughs> um i hate this and i'm also the person that does it the most <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> I, I trust 
Ryan Johnson, <laughs> as I'm giving us a thumbs down, to still give us a compelling movie and a mystery if the opening of the movie is Helen going to Blanc asking for her help and they go to the island together. Just give us all that up front and then let the tension of the movie come from are these people going to find out that this is not who they grew up with? That is interesting. And I and I feel like it's an hour of setup and then we have to go back through that entire hour again yeah. to show us something that we weren't even thinking about. Yeah. The reveal is not, oh my God, you missed this. It's, you didn't know this, so let me show you everything again. Because that whole like glass switch thing we're not thinking about that in the moment when we're seeing it. Kate Hudson is like twirling and other things are happening. So that's what we're focusing on. So when they go back at hour two and they're like, oh, look at the glass switch. We're like, oh, I didn't even, well, for me, I didn't even know that was happening in the back. Which you can say is like, oh, part of it because he was doing it on the sly. But to Rashawn's point, I feel like, well, yeah, we weren't even trying to look at that. Yeah, I think the glass switch is a, is a, is a macro of the movie as a whole. I think that's the mm-hmm. whole movie right there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess because I <laughs> I saw it by myself. The theater was empty. Damn. And it was really late. I was I got off and I just went. But in Knives Out, when they are playing the board game and they knock the game over and you see the two vials, that's like okay. This is the moment where something's about to happen. And it's actually switched. Like, all that happens. You find out things were not what they seemed. But that is a misdirection in and of itself because of what Ransom does. In this one, there's a moment when Claire bumps into Duke. And it's mm-hmm. it's like a heavy focus. Yeah, And I immediately pulled out my phone. Sorry, texting in the theater. And I text Mel and I was like, I have a, I have a guess. I, it's probably not right. And I was like, I think Catherine Hahn is the killer. I leaned over to Lacey and said that. <laughs> and so I, I did see the glass switch, but I also didn't think about it. It's, I think that's a really well-directed scene because the Mona Lisa door yeah. is like sliding it's up and down. awesome, dude. It's great. And, and like something's about to happen. Somebody's about to die. The sound and in it. The also. sound is great. Yeah. So it, it was all there. It's just, I think the way it's doled out is maybe not as satisfying. I don't know. It, I, I will say your version for Sean does, uh, or even if we didn't backtrack as much with, with the Andy reveal, mm-hmm. that would encourage a rewatch a little more. If you can now go back and be like, see all the moments we were forced to watch before. But then again, I can see a little bit where you're going, coming from, but I would watch this movie. It was four hours long, so I don't care. <laughs> I thought it. I thought it moved at a really good clip. Yeah, personally, the, the pacing was really well done. It's just you have to relive good mm-hmm. pacing. And honestly, mm-hmm. like I know I said, like it wasn't as satisfying of a rug pull. I I just think like. I think this movie gives you a different experience than Knives mm-hmm. Out gave you. And yeah, I totally. think for me, I, I was disappointed that I wasn't in on it until it started. And then when we got the flashback, that didn't bother me. That that The flashback where we get to see everything that we've already seen, but with 
the truth, I I was like, oh, yay, I'm part of it now. Okay, now I can really start trying to solve it. Now I can really start trying to like figure things out and what's going to happen. I can never figure anything out. (laughs) (laughs) Me either, but I like to pretend I can. (laughs) But did you did you guess in the movie at all, or could you? Oh, you mean it for movies? At what? Never mind. (laughs) He's just being an asshole. (laughs) No, I'm literally. It's not even like I'm lost or anything. I think I'm just like going along for the ride. That's. I think you just kind of. I think you just kind of sit. I think you like. I think you just buckle in and you're like, yeah, that's it. And I'm I'm always trying to get it in front of the car. You I'll got always... that little clue pad, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the amount I... of times Josh like nudged me and was like, "Did you see that?" And I was like, "No, what? <laughs> I'm watching the movie." <laughs> I did a lot of nudging because there's a lot of red herrings in this movie. I think by design. But I nudged when he when Dave Batista said the pancake line for the second time. Mm-hmm. I nudged her because I caught it. I did think his. Uh, Miles jumping in and being like, "Oh yeah, it was for da da da." I was like, "Hmm, Anderson Cooper." That doesn't that doesn't seem mm, right. Like he rushed in too quickly to yeah jump over him. What are they covering up? I don't know, mm. but I'm excited to find out. <laughs> sound um, sound of bottom me. <laughs> <laughs> Anderson Cooper Ravenna's great party. Did any of the characters on the island not do it for you? Do you not care about them? Did you want more? Like critique time to critique the side characters a little bit i wanted more from everybody yeah mm-hmm. i mean when when mel was talking about Catherine Hahn, Catherine's character alone could have her own movie the mm-hmm. easy the depth of a politician running for office who's running on clean energy but really working with an old college friend on this shady potential energy that is the that is the most dangerous thing since I don't know, fucking ever, like that. All and same with Leslie Odom's character. Like all, like that could be its own movie. Yeah. So yeah, I wanted more from those two because I love them. Janelle Monae is incredible. Times yeah. two. My favorite by a country mile is Kate Hudson. Great. <laughs> I so I love characters like that. I love when actresses play characters like that and they nail it. Everything out of her mouth. I was laughing. <laughs> My mm-hmm. app. It's just so funny. And she's so good. And uh, yeah, she's MVP. Incredible. I feel like this is kind of like her character in Bride Wars. A little bit. Yeah. Which is not, I'm not saying this in a bad way. I'm just like, she's so good at this character yeah. who has so much money and does not give a fuck about anything. But you care for her? Like, you're just like, she doesn't mean it like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's just, like, star power. You know what I mean? Uh You Mm -hmm. you cast somebody like that because Mm -hmm. you you can never hate Kate Hudson. Right. But the character that she's playing is awful. There's a joke about sweatpants that (laughs) is phenomenal. (laughs) A joke. There's a Beyonce. It's She has so many lines that are just, you think about it later, and you're like, Oh my god. I mean, we spoiler alerted, but the, so the sweatshop line, one of the funniest things I've seen all year. Yeah, so good. That, she doesn't yeah, even a, say anything either. She, she just, just kind of shrugs like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's all Jessica Henwick doing the, the work, peg but too, her man. face, yeah. It's great. I'm saying this, but I also agree with like what Josh said is that it's not about 
really their friendship and you feel like these people aren't really friends. They're just here for a, a cash grab. But I feel like it would have sweetened the pot a little if they were closer. Like, yeah. we just keep getting, you know, this Polaroid of them in the bar in the Glass Onion. And then we get a flashback, which is hilarious. Oh, my God. Um, none of them look 30. <laughs> but that's okay. That's a part of it. Well, Janelle does. Janelle does. And um, Leslie's close. Leslie, yeah. But they, they got something in common. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, you know, really, that's not, like, a huge bother to me. But I even feel like none of these people would have come together in this bar. They're all just so different. And and I guess that's not, like, a bad thing. But I don't know. It just doesn't feel like there is, like, they're holding on to this friendship out of, like, love or... or well, I mean, I think that's the point. They're, they're, they're not... They're holding on to it off necessity because Miles has effectively cornered True. all of them. True. Yeah. I, I definitely think that they, like, I believed that they're friends. I did want more of that bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the movie is actually trying to say, you know, this is what money and power does to you and does to a friend group. Mm-hmm. But it just wasn't, an- if we saw them being a lot tighter in the in the flashbacks and then now it's they're all just here for the money but i I did think it was trying to say something about the kind of corrosive power of money yeah Catherine hahn and leslie Odom jr they felt like friends i felt like their Mm -hmm. their characters were friends and they had a really nice chemistry together Mm -hmm. when they when they had asides honestly i felt like that they all had good moments of that minus duke minus other than when duke (laughs) dies and everyone's freaking out and upset. Obviously, there's not really any. And I understand that they're showing like the divide that can happen, you know, especially this was the first one of the first films since 2020 that addresses the pandemic. And they're going to this island in May of 2020, which is the mm-hmm. height of mm-hmm. what was happening. So. People were very polarized at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, that moment with the second best cameo of the movie. With Ethan Hawke coming out <laughs> of nowhere, dude. <laughs> I, outside of the gags with the masks, I, I don't know if it was necessary. I mean, I, I, I did like that it was that Blanc was down and he was like, I need a case. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. But I feel like you could have taken the pandemic out of the movie and it still would have worked I think, a little I think you could have. It still would have, yeah. And I don't, I yeah, I fully agree. I'm not going to, but I don't, I think they handled it well enough and they, yeah. <laughs> Ethan Hawke's character made it so they could disregard it. But I think if I can speak for Ryan Johnson, I think this maybe gives, <laughs> gives these movies because he wants to keep making them. And I yeah. think it, it gives it a distinct timeline. And I think he probably wants to keep it in, you know, chronological order of Benoit Blanc's adventures. Yeah. I, I mean, again, not to heap more praise on her, but Kate Hudson's mask. Like, I, I, know. I was oh literally going to say that. Character Lack of stuff like that. Yeah. exactly who she is. Absolutely. That's oh. all you need to see. She's literally wearing heels the whole movie. On the fucking poolside wearing heels. Like, why? 
Blanc has one of the best lines, and I don't want to misquote it, about speaking without thought. And But even better than that is Kate Hudson's response. So (laughs) just... It's a dangerous thing to mistake speaking without... Sorry. I I don't want to do the foghorn. I can't. I can't. No one's doing the foghorn. Just try it. You don't need to. Just say it. It's a dangerous thing to mistake speaking without thought for speaking the truth. Don't you think? Are you calling me dangerous? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Did I just watch the movie again? Wow. Woo. Which, dude, he is playing a caricature, but man, he's so good. Daniel Craig is so much fucking fun, dude. There was a, I think Ryan Johnson responded to a tweet about there was an idea of Blanc having different just outlandish accents for every movie. <laughs> and Ryan Johnson was like, I, th- I actually thought about that. And I was like, I would not be mad at <laughs> I it. I wouldn't either. Show up every movie with this insane dialect. Parte, you've been charged with a serious task. Because tonight... In this very room, a murder will be committed. My murder. You will have to closely observe the crime. Consider what you know about each other. Know that across the island, I've hidden clues. Some may be helpful, some may misdirect. That's for you to determine. But if anyone can name the killer, tell me how they achieved the murder, and most importantly, what was the motive? That person wins our game. Any questions? Uh, wait, what do we win? I, what do you mean, what do you, what do you, what do you want? No, no, nothing. I just, I, I just thought maybe there was a prize or something. I, I, an iPad or like. Who is everyone's favorite cameo? I wish they had kept Angela and Steven a secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with them. Mm-hmm. not playing Among Us, though. Like, come on. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Well, one, again, in the time period, that's all anyone did. But the yeah. fact that Benoit Blanc fucking sucks as a, at Among Us is hysterical. Natasha, she's always great. Yeah. They got a Probably show coming out. Serena. Uh, Serena. 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 And the moment the moment it cut to the wide behind them and Serena was still like you knew she was about to like turn. Yeah. Didn't matter. Still stuck running. <laughs> also Jackie Hoffman at the beginning as the mom, like already knowing the answers before Duke has even moved on to the next segment mm-hmm. of the puzzle was just hilarious to me. And uh what do we think about Hugh Grant's little uh, one line part? Do you like it? Is that... Just make him gay. Like, is his husband? That is gay. <laughs> that is, he is gay. I know. It's just... But, like, making for kids. Yeah, for a movie... Not even, like... You don't have to be fucking. But for a movie that's makes the subtext text, for that to be the one thing that's, like... Yeah. Maybe. You know, I just... And maybe he had pushback. I don't know. Maybe he has plans. But yeah, I don't know. Mal- but sometimes, Mal- it's, yeah. sometimes it just sucks to see something that could be taken out of the movie mm. it right be you know yeah mm. i mean there's no reason yeah hugh grant could be yeah um anything else y'all Mm-mm. i will say i can't wait i it's the end of december right now but we all saw it in theaters it's frustrating that it was only in theaters for a week because i definitely wanted to catch it again 
It's now on Netflix, obviously, but it's just like this is an original. That's what we well, that's what we came out the theater talking about. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like one week. It would have been so disappointing. It, and it made a killing in that one week, despite and it wasn't even widely released. There it wasn't in every theater. Yeah, it just seems yeah. like the perfect. Everyone's off from Thanksgiving. Popcorn flick. Mm-hmm. Like, the the kids are now in college. Right. They're home visiting from Thanksgiving. We can We're go all see watching. rated our movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, here we go. Who wants to play a game? Me. Uh, I'm so scared. I want to play a game. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Riddle me this. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. I just guessing game. Come on, boy. Boy, play with me. Riddle me that. Come in. Someone's at the door. And lo and behold, the three of you have a large wooden box placed in front of you. No. So the three of you, similar to all the guests on this Greek island of tragedy, must figure out how to open this box together. Similar to Bertie and Lionel and Claire. You make you work together. Um, I'm going to give you guys two lifelines. Okay? You can ask Ma. And you can ask Peg. That means I will give a hint. I'm not going to tell you how many. Is this like Sherlock Holmes? Because God damn, Josh was on some bullshit. <laughs> no, this is a, a box that has various different puzzles throughout. Okay. And instead of these puzzles being related to their friendship, these puzzles are related to movies. I'll give you that much. Because okay. they would know the theme. These are all movie related. Kind of. Kind of. That might have been misleading. That might have been a red hair. <gasps> like last time. Okay, ready? <clears throat> okay. The first grid of the box opens, and you see a little inscription and a tiny keyboard next to it. The inscription says, Tear one off and scratch my head. What once was red is black instead. We're working together. Uh, yeah, it's a, guys- it's a match. Ooh. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna tear we're off gonna that. Say a match. Wait, we're type, gonna, it, oh. type it in the keyboard. We're gonna scratch a match across the box. <laughs> Did she, lazy. We're gonna type it in the keyboard. All of you. Yeah. You guys, and if you guys are split, you can put in different answers. And if you're wrong, the box explodes and you die. But that was not in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna type match into the keyboard. Thank you. Okay. Are you all gonna type in match to the keyboard? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Oh, we all we're on the speakerphone together. Yeah, 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 yeah. like the movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, so you're on Brady. <laughs> oh yeah, who is who? Who's who? I'm the I don't want to be any of these people. I'm... So you're Catherine Hahn, Lacey. Okay. Well, I want to <laughs> be Catherine Hahn. I just don't want to be Claire. Great. So you all type in match. The next grid opens, and in that grid lay four circles. Every one of those circles contains four more circles, each with a green check mark within them, right? Except for one. <laughs> one of those four circles has four smaller circles with oh, only I'm three <laughs> with only three <laughs> green check marks. I made a I made a visual <laughs> Gosh, that's so mean. Okay. Okay. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Do you understand? 
It's yeah, okay. yeah. It's okay. okay. It's okay, Birdie. Have Pig take over for you. Okay. Okay. I'm out. Underneath those is a quadrant of buttons, so four buttons, each with a distinct image on the button. Mm-hmm. There's a great white shark on one. Mm-hmm. A pointy red hat on another. A bloodied kitchen knife. And a pink blouse. Okay. Got it? Yeah. So again, four circles. Each circle has four green check marks, except for the last one. You couldn't draw the little emojis. It took too long. Okay. So we have a pointy red hat, a pink shirt, a bloody knife, and a great white. A great white shark. So I'm thinking... What do all those have in common? Mean Girls, Jaws, Scream, Elf? His hat's not red. What's a movie with the red? Oh, over the garden wall. Red herring, over the garden wall. So what, what, what does that mean? What do we do with this We have to press one of the buttons. What do they all have in common? Anything? Elijah Wood? Oh, press, press the red hat. Press the red hat. That's the one that, that doesn't fit. I press the red, I, wait, why doesn't it fit? No, press the knife because those are all Lacey's movies except for mine. Oh. Oh. Uh oh. No, Mean Girls was mine. I hosted Mean Girls. I pushed the red pointy hat. But, ah, but why? Every, I'm gonna need everyone's why? answers at once. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, or, or maybe it's Chucky. Because Over the, the Garden Wall isn't a movie, it's a mini series. Okay, let's, let's go with the red hat. I'm gonna press the knife. Wait, wait, it's also over the garden wall. No, it's over the garden wall because the other ones were unanimous. Mm, Scream, we all loved. Mean Girls, we all loved. Jaws, we all loved. Over the garden wall, wall. you guys are awful. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go with the pointy red hat. Okay. Are you all pressing the pointy red hat? Yes. Yes. Oh! Lacey, that was the correct... You almost you almost got the right answer wrong wrong directions, but you got that. That was impressive. So, after that one goes... Was it Scream or Chucky? Scream. Lacey was correct. The other ones were all four for fours, except for Over the Garden Wall. Wow. A dial lifts from the center of the box. Mm-hmm. Or the dial, Rotary like a volume phone? dial. Oh. It has a triangle on the very top middle of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like facing 12 o'clock. And once the dial lifts... Je ne regrette rien starts playing through the box. Is that the Inception song? <laughs> How do you spell je ne regrette rien? He really is birdie, huh? I'm so sorry if anyone who speaks French listens to this podcast. Is it really French, or are you making this up? It sounds French. I'm on the phone with you guys. I think he's making it up. I think it's something that he's making sound French. It's a little too much Googling for my taste, but I guess, you know what? No, that's... They have phones. Yeah, they looked stuff up. He has a secret... She has a secret phone. No, she was trying to Siri, but it was a lamp. (laughs) It is the Edith Piaf song. From Inception? Yes. So, we uh, call Marion Cultiard. 
So we have so to we, turn it all the way up. Okay. We have to wake turn him up. Clock, turn it clockwise? Yeah. So it clicks? Yeah. Okay. Are you all doing that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How fast, like, are you turning it immediately, or are you... Little by little, like, so like it's a, like... Like a, a dial. Crescendo. As you start to turn it to the right, the music speeds up. So slowly. Slower. Oh, so, no, we need to turn it to the left. It's it needs to down. slow down. Turn it to, we start turning it slowly to the left. Are you, are you all going to do it? And as you do it, to turn to the left, the music starts to slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to keep turning it to the left? Yeah. All the way? Yeah. Yeah. And when you get it all the way to the left to 9 o'clock, you hear the Inception theme. And the box opens to layer number two. Those are layer two. <laughs> We're doing Remember good. The box in the movie had two layers. Sure. This time, another inscription with words on a little placard. But instead of a keyboard, you have a numpad with a little enter button next to it. Mm-hmm. The inscription reads, Dolls fight birds during the apocalypse. Dolls is five. D-O-L-L-S. So five, somebody write this up. Dolls fight birds. F-I-G-H-T, five. B-I-R-D-S, five. In the apocalypse. Two. Two, three, the, this is wrong. No, I just, I I really enjoy this. This is like Dolls fight birds during the apocalypse. In the apocalypse. In the apocalypse? Yeah. During. 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 D-U-R-I-N-G. Six. Three. Dolls fight birds. How do you spell apocalypse? A-P-O. Mm-hmm. C-A. C-A. L-Y. L-Y-P-S-E. Yeah. Ten. No. Dolls I think it's it's birds. a the description of something and whatever it's that something is, is the letter, and then that's what we key in. The number? No. Oh. Oh. What? Birds fight. No. (laughs) Dolls fight birds during the apocalypse. Dolls. Something with Chucky. So Chucky. Ma and Peg are still in the room, by the way. Um. Hey, Peg. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Can you put this fire out for? (laughs) If it, if you needed to type out the answer, wouldn't you have just gotten a keyboard like you did before? No, I wasn't typing it out. That's a dumb hint, Peg. Hey, Peg is like the best. Please don't talk to her like that. Um, Fine, I'll rephrase it. If you needed to spell out the answer, wouldn't you have gotten a keyboard like before? No. That's well, not what I was doing, spell it Peg. Balls. Birds. Hey, Siri. Mom. What? Help! The mom waddles over, looks at it, and goes, well, the answer's got to be a number. Oh my god, Josh, we know! We know it's a number! Those both, those don't count! (laughs) (laughs) We know it's a fucking number! You gave us a number pad! Okay, fine. Ma walks over, (laughs) looks at it, says, Mad at you now, mom. Oh, well, the title has got to be a number, then. No, the title uh, of the movie has to be a number. 
what is the numbers that we wrote down? Why do we read them? Because he said we had Lacey was writing them down. It was like five, five. Yeah, but I don't think D. it's that. I think dolls fight birds during the apocalypse is like a probably a bad Josh retelling of what the movie is. He's yeah. made a pictograph and the title yeah. of the movie is a number. Like mm-hmm. 28 days later. Dolls fight birds. Dolls fight birds. Nine. 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 It's the puppet. Dolls. Oh my god. Josh, we pushed the number nine on Nut and Bad. Do all of you do it? Yes. Ding. (laughs) That is not a movie that has been on the podcast, Josh. Neither has Batman Forever. What? Where the first riddle came from. (sighs) Hmm. I didn't say it was podcast movies. I just said it was movies. He did. He did. Fuck. The final grid. Listeners, I hope you can feel our rage. The final grid opens on the box. You are out of hints, by the way. I feel like we should get pegs again because that was... (laughs) I'm so mad about that, Josh. You'll get pegs, but it'll be an equally shitty one if you want pegs. Fine. Another keyboard. And this time... With letters? With letters. Kay. Only letters. The placard next to the keyboard says, Emma Stone, arrow, a blank space, arrow, Denzel Washington. So it's a six degrees. It's a six degrees. To get from Emma Stone Jesus Christ. to Denzel Washington. To Denzel Washington. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. The help. But it's a person, because it's Emma Stone yeah. to Denzel. The Viola Davis. It's, yes. It's not um, Viola Davis. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, that, that works, though. The box Who were you opens. thinking? The box opens. Enjoy the moment. The box it's opens. Ryan Gosling. Remember it's the Ryan Titans. Gosling. Yeah. Remember the Titans. <laughs> yeah. The box opens for all of you. To In the center is a, a glass figurine of a big stinky shit. That sounds about right. Fucking great. I'm not keeping this in the episode, you dingus. <laughs> Congratulations, you guys. You opened my... You Better opened fucking my get me on an island, bro. <laughs> Let's go to an escape room. Mm-mm. We're doing it for my birthday. Mm, that's true. That's an escape experience. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> for who? <laughs> me figuring out puzzles but those damn clues you those might basura, sleep on the couch basura. tonight Dark I, I was Trash. giving you as good a clues as we'll, we'd get from escape rooms on Hollywood Boulevard mom had the answer in the movie she did yeah yeah I knew so it was a number Peg. Josh so did Peg Peg was good at it too um, anyway wrapping things up it seems we can come to the conclusion uh, that Ryan Johnson makes a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Content. Daniel Craig is a blast to watch as Benoit Blanc. And uh, Kate Hudson is the funniest part of this movie by a considerable margin. Mm-hmm. Usually we end each episode with a round of six degrees of separation to connect this week's episode to next week's. Um, but we're not going to do that this week. For one, 
you already got one in the game. Number two, we have a showdown episode coming next week. Bring in the thunder. So stay tuned to figure out what we are arguing about next week. And that is it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. As always, we'd love if you took a moment, like, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can find this and every episode we have on Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, Good Pods, anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cinephile Attack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode you want to see this year, or you just want to show us some love, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Josh, Mella, Lacey, and Rashawn. Thank you so much for letting. No. <laughs> I'm going to do a foghorn leghorn and I can't, dude. I can't. I can't, I can't do it. I don't know how he has. He keeps his composure through the entire movie doing that voice. God, I love him. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.